You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. What's good? Welcome into Pod That. We are the Pod That Brothers and two brothers talking sports. I'm Sammy. And I'm George. Welcome into the greatest show in podcasting. Today we're going to be talking uh, mostly some NBA playoff stuff. Uh, and George, what I think is one of the most even like years of NBA playoffs in like the history of the sport. I, I just don't remember the last time that there wasn't like a, at least one or two extremely clear favorites. Right. I mean, it, it looked like for a while that we're going to have a clear favorite in Phoenix, at least out of a West, and then a Devin Booker injury. The Warriors resurgence, um, the the Booker injury mostly, really. I mean, and the Warriors resurgence. And on the East side, like, there is no clear-cut favorite. Like, I, you can make a case for literally anyone coming out of the East. Boston, the Nets, which we'll get to even though they're down 2-0. Uh, Milwaukee's already lost a game. Sixers, who came in struggling, are up 3-0. Like, anyone really could win the East. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a parody, parody league, and you don't get this much. I don't think we've ever really had it this much parody in our lifetime. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, there's no, like, there's no... You know, that guy that's like, just like, oh, he's, you know, there's no, uh, the Curry Durant, like with the, in that era. And there's no like LeBron where you're like, they're for sure the team that's going to, to break this open. But I did find George, we always start with an audio clip and you mentioned the name Durant. I want to show you this audio clip I found on Twitter yesterday. This Mm -hmm. is unrelated to NBA playoffs, but I think this was very important to play because I'm very, uh, uh, I'm very confused on what was going on here um i want to see what you think of this george all right man finds out kevin durant's future back in 2005 kevin durant oklahoma city thunder you've never heard of them huh you're gonna be playing for them in five years You're going to play with some of the best young players in the world, like Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka. (laughs) I know, those names mean nothing to you now, but they will. Who the fuck is this dude, and where can we get him on the podcast? (laughs) That has to be an audio clip that's been altered, played with, fucked around. There's no way that's real. I wanted to see if you'd buy it or not. It is. It, it was a commercial that the NBA made <laughs> later. Oh, okay. okay. I, was I watched that like four times. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And the way he said about it, I know it means nothing to you right now, but they will. Like at first when he said like, all right, Thunder, I'm like, all right, maybe this guy knew like, all right, the Sonics might move to Oklahoma City. He might know the name. Then he said Russell Westbrook. I'm like, all right, at least he's like a big process. But Serge Ibaka from the Congo. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like this guy, this guy's crazy. Like who knows what this guy's saying? Yeah, it's it's uh, it was funny because I got tricked on that shit on Twitter. It's like one of those things where you're just like. It's on Twitter. It must be real. And then you kind of read through some of the comments like, oh, yeah, it was a commercial. Okay. Makes sense now. Like the actual, the logical answer actually made more sense than the the non-logical answer. Well, I think this is a very good segue, actually. I want to bring up something because I think this is actually a nice way to start off this topic. Kevin Durant has played with some really fantastic players over the years. Russell Westbrook, James Harden. This was the point. That was the point of the segue, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. And... 
the only one he's really had success, the ultimate success with is Steph Curry. Um, I don't know what that says about Kevin Durant's legacy. I don't know if that, I mean, Kevin Durant is one of the most talented basketball players of all time, but we see it now with the Nets. They're down 2-0. If they don't, if, I mean, this would be year three. He missed basically the whole first season, but if they don't even like after three years make the conference finals and if he never wins another championship again without Steph Curry, there's no way you could have him above Steph Curry or a top 10 player of all time, right? Um. Okay. You 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 just like hop to like trying to speak on people's legacies a little too fast right there. I I want to just like stick to before we get to trying to compare who's top ten, who's whatever. I've because I've recently stopped caring about that stuff as much. Like who's top ten, mm-hmm. what's legacy? For me, it's more like I do think he had success in Oklahoma City as much as I don't like him. Or I mean, they they went to the oh, NBA totally, finals. Totally. I, I said he, the ultimate success. The ultimate success is winning a championship. Yes, but not for everybody. I mean, at the end of the day. uh, you know, I consider some people's ultimate successes. You know, I think LeBron getting a team to the finals was a pretty high success when he was like 24 years old. I think OKC with Westbrook and Harden was a losing to the Heat. What is it? They were 20. He was 25 years old. I mean, and so I think Westbrook and Harden were 23. That was a big success. Now it's not. Yeah, maybe it's not the ultimate success, but they were mm-hmm. extremely successful. But as you said. um, they never reached the promised land. And then he moved on to, o- then he tried to continue with Oklahoma city for multiple years. Mm-hmm. He played well, but then, you know, he did have some playoff disasters that people don't like to talk about. I know Russell Westbrook loves to get blamed because deservingly. So what Russell Westbrook should get blamed on a lot of shit, but you know, Durant had those, that awful three game stretch against the warriors when they blew the three, one lead, right. As, as well as Westbrook, but Durant had it too. And then, you look and then whatever the golden state time was just like an anomaly at this point you come to this brooklyn era right and like you said it's been three years and then you look at a night like last night when they really do need him when he went 0 for 10 in the second half his worst shooting performance in the history of his career in the second half and um that you know for me it's like forget for a second the all-time legacy him versus steph curry in general in general Durant's had a very short period of the ultimate success for how right. good he is, right? And I yeah. think that's what's kind of crazy. It's, it was a very specific two-year span, got hurt again, and, like, yeah. nothing yeah. else. I mean, it's who he hitches his wagons to. I mean, all right, like, yes. in, in Oklahoma City, he hitched he no his wagon. No choice. Yeah, I was getting there. He was hitched to <laughs> Russell Westbrook, who he had no choice with. He moves on, made the right choice to hitch his wagon to Steph Curry, but then he figured out he could never really be, like, the golden child in the bay because i mean that's steph's place right and then he hitches wagon to flaky Kyrie, who's a flat earth theorist and james harden who's now quit on two teams in 18 months so i think he just hitches his wagon to the wrong people and i think if you like gave him some truth serum i know he likes Kyrie and stuff but he probably thinks deep down inside at times like if he stayed in golden state they could be piling up rings right now I really think yeah. he could, I, he would believe that if, if he had truth serum. And this isn't about like religion or anything, but like, you know, this whole type of thing that like with Kyrie right now, not only has they had, they had the vaccine issues where he couldn't play because of vaccinations. Now he is fasting during Ramadan. It's become, you know, Kyrie had a bad game yesterday. He wasn't, yeah. you know, he can't eat for 13 hour periods, which is really tough or drink I, water or drink water. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Durant is having to, try to carry a team right now and he's not at that point in his career to carry a team like i he's not old but he's not 
you know, he's hitting that, he's 33. He's hitting that like closer to a LeBron age, right? Where it's like, hey, I need, I need like a co-star to be really good. And we saw Mm -hmm. this year when LeBron didn't have his good co-star in Anthony Davis, the year was a major fail. And, you know, Durant's, I think, still a little better than LeBron right now. Um, and, and five years younger or four years younger, but you're right. He's picking the wrong people and he's not being able to do it himself anymore. He can't just right. like fucking, he's not the Kevin Durant right now that can just like take the ball and be like, I'm going to score 45 and like shoot over four people. Well, like, he probably, he probably could for a game stretch or two game stretch. We can't not, do that over a seven game series. All and not over against over Boston. Again. Not against Boston's defense. No, in Boston. I mean, um, I guess this is like segue to them. I wanted to do say well, something I, real before you segue to them. I do have to say, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't answer your legacy question on purpose. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just like talk about the guy for a second in the situation. But uh, I do think this year can be a very clear indication of like who actually has the better career and like who's actually the better player. And like, mm-hmm. I think this year it's starting to trend towards Steph or it's yeah. trending towards the fact that at least Steph is a better teammate that didn't care about the spotlight, et cetera, et cetera. And it makes him kind of better than Kevin Durant that way. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he puts himself in better situations. Sure. I totally agree. I mean, I'll get to Steph a little more when we get to the Warriors here. Cause uh, I'm going to have my uh, little, uh, I guess my salvitating. I can't say my initial, my first time today making a wrong word on the podcast, salvitating test where I'm just salvitating out from the mouth. Like, what, what's the Stop word? Stop using the word. You're going to be drooling. There you go. Drooling. Thank you. I was trying to find a better alternative. Anyway, but my point, uh, why I wanted to segue to Boston here was, um, remember when there was that fun little thing people said, like, would you rather have, like, uh, I mean, not LeBron, not quite. Would you rather have Kevin Durant or Brad Stevens? And, like, Brad Stevens might have been the most overrated NBA coach of all time. I just wanted to get to that because they have really like last, they struggled for the last three years trying to find an identity and getting the team to listen to them. And they seem to have a lot of maybe the Kyrie problem came in and that was very yeah, hard. I don't, to fix. I don't know if that was Steven's fault. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, it seems like that might be more Kyrie's. But uh, yeah, the, it seems like uh, Brad Stevens wasn't as valuable as a coach. It seems like the players really are buying into the system right now. And I think they like this coach. And I'm not saying Brad Stevens is a bad coach, but the the notion that Brad Stevens was the greatest coach in the NBA for a couple of years there. Uh, you remember the, those days, right? Yeah. I mean, I never thought he was the best coach in the NBA. I used to think it was pop and Spo and a couple other people, but I was, I was not completely on that. Uh, you weren't, you remember when like, there was a lot of media members. Yeah. That. I don't yeah. remember people comparing Durant to Keith Brad Stevens, but that I'm sure it happened, but I just don't personally remember that. But yeah, it wasn't I, Durant. Uh, that was, it was always like, Oh, this, would you rather have this player or Brad Stevens as the head coach? Yeah. Like, well, well, obviously the he's player. also the president of basketball operations. So you get, he does kind of get some, um, he gets some credit out of it. He gets some credit for like the coach that he hired and the team that he set up. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say that it might not be completely him that was the problem. I, I think he they're they're very very young. They were really shitty this year, even with Ime Odoku as the head coach. They were really shitty for like a solid two months, um, worse than they were with Brad Stevens. And so I don't know if it was really that they needed a different voice or if like maybe they actually just like finally matured the right way, like as a team and by matured, I don't mean they were immature. I mean that like, well, Jason Tame's 12 years old as always. Right. Like, yeah. Like, can you believe he's only, can, can, can you believe he's only 19? 
He's, he actually is shockingly only 24 still. I know. Is like, he's still in that, like, he's only this. Him and, like, the there's a couple of guys, like him and Devin Booker, where I look at him, like, are you really, like, under 25? Like, you're 25. God, that, that, those two guys, I don't know who's better or who I'd rather start a franchise with. Like, that's the, one of the hardest, you know, like, two people to compare, by the way, for me. I'm, yeah. I'm going Booker slightly, but because I've seen him do it and get to the finals, but I mean they're both close. That, but that's an impossible different, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Boston specifically, bro, I, I will say that uh, their defense is so suffocating that I think with like a skinny dude like KD, to be honest, and then you know a guy like Kyrie who's probably not at full strength right now. Uh, I, I won't say I'm. I, I thought this was going to happen, but I'm also not completely shocked that they're that's up. That's a great low. way to put it. You know, like I, if honestly, I feel like either way, I would have not been shocked whatever happened in this series. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's it's also a really shitty matchup for the Brooklyn Nets have in the first round, which you gotta gotta take and take that into account as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, I got nothing left on that series, though. I mean, we're, it's two zero. Anything can happen. They're going back to Brooklyn, so let's see. Yeah, I think that the hard thing with all these series, the only one that I'm like 100% confident in is uh, the Philadelphia-Toronto, which I would just say this, that series is over, right? Nobody's ever come back from 3-0. Yeah, uh, Miami, Atlanta's over. We'll see. Miami's, it's one It's one nothing Or 2 nothing. I mean. Right? I mean, yeah. Atlanta might could win two at home. I, I don't like to say it's over until I see the, the game three because a lot okay. of those away teams win the game three. Um, but I agree with you. That one's most likely over. There's a reason it's a one versus eight seed. Um, so really quickly, I, I guess the only thing, let's just talk about those two series, like as quick as we can, because okay. I don't think they're that interesting for me, Philadelphia. Um, honestly, right now outside of Boston, I know people love Miami, but like, I don't know if anybody could stop Joel Embiid. Uh, it's not even a James Harden thing at this point, but Joel Embiid yeah. is by far, I think right now the best player in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know if he's the best player in NBA. I think Giannis still is the best player in NBA. I think in a seven-game series, Giannis will take over. But I think the supporting cast, and now Middleton's hurt um, around Embiid is better. And I think James Harden has kind of settled in as the third-best player on the team after Maxi. Yeah, but he's not the third-best player on the team. You know what I mean? Like, I No, think no, this but is- he's settled into that, though. He's settled into the, thir- the third scorer, and I think him as a third scorer can, like, and not having that playoff pressure could really end up paying huge dividends for them down the line. Yeah, I- I'm not <laughs> – this, this is the one conversation that, you know, I, I differ than most people. It's like it, it, he doesn't. The guy's been fine in the playoffs. The guy's been in multiple Western Conference finals and been to game sevens against the Warriors. Like That's like saying Kevin Durant can't handle the playoff pressure. He hasn't been that far in so many years other than with the Warriors. Yeah, he's fine let's, the let's, just, let's, let's not have this conversation because you know, the facts are the facts. And he's in yeah, an elimination. Are that he's been a, in elimination games. He's been really bad. And I mean, awesome. we've had, so, so many Curry, of So has so many other players. So, like, let's not play this game just to like give attitude. No, about no, no, players. no, no. But I'm just saying, James like, Harden's it's, been perfectly it's a fact. Fine. It's not a fact. James Harden's been perfectly fine. He's been to multiple, he's been to an NBA finals. He's been to multiple Western Conference mm-hmm. finals. Up yeah, into yeah. Game sevens. He's been perfectly fine. He's had bad games. Steph Curry's been a piece of shit in elimination games, and people know that even with his yeah. greatness, never even he has. But like, but he's also a three-time NBA that. champion. Yeah, because of Kevin so. Durant mostly. So that's why it doesn't matter. Like, if they've had a bad game here or there, I don't think James Harden lives up to the biggest moments. Kobe Bryant lives up more than LeBron James, 
So uh, some yeah. guys, but, but like that doesn't make you bad. Yeah, but they, yeah. this is not the argument right so, now because I don't want to get into that. My, 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 my question. This is not my an question. Argument. My I, question I didn't even finish what I'm saying. You're just saying I'm saying that he doesn't have playoff pressure. I'm saying that for me, I just think that he is finally not asked to be the number one guy. And so for me, it's not about playoff pressure. It's not like, look at Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant sucking the playoffs? He's been 0 for 10 yesterday. He's been bad this series. No, I think it just has the entire team is on his back at this point. And he's the only guy that's playing well enough. And I think James Harden right now, he is a great all around, like when he's not the number one option to be able to distribute, rebound, Mm -hmm. uh, get the ball up the court, get the ball moving and score when he needs to. I think this Philadelphia team is kind of in a perfect situation. Like with, I don't know if they're going to win an NBA championship like this, but they're kind of in a perfect situation compared to like, you know, he's better for them than having Ben Simmons right now. I think that I I can agree with that. And in general though, I just think, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know how else to say it. I think you're. I think James Harden, until he shows me that he does it, I, I'm. I don't believe in him. But I think you're right. If he's a second or third option, yeah, I think you could, especially third option, you can win with him as your third option. Yeah, I mean, he really is their second option, like in general. But I, I don't know if anyone would say Tyrese Max. He's like third completely second out James Harden still is the main distributor of the ball oh yeah and totally the, I'm talking about uh but scoring wise would you say that Maxi or him is the second option I mean I think Maxi's had more uh field goal attempts in every game this this playoff which is only two games I guess we'll see if that continues but I feel like they rely on him for a bucket right now more than they rely on James Harden for a bucket uh, I feel like that Maybe for a bucket, but not overall playmaking. I just I think it's interesting. Yesterday, James Harden fouled out. Uh, yeah, probably would have ended up with more points than Maxi. I'm pretty sure they were both at 19 points. When he yeah, out. I Maxie think they're both at 19. Like, Maxi played ended up playing obviously like eight nine more minutes than James Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends. Like at the end of the day, first and foremost, Joel, Joel Embiid's getting the ball for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Like, yeah, at the end of the let's see, like, yeah, they both had 19 points yesterday and Maxi played nine more minutes than Harden, put up five more shots, but Harden still had 19 points. So yeah, it always it also depends on the scenario. Um, which James Harden fouling out feels like kind of a weird scenario, and, and I don't feel like that happens often. Um no, but, but it I think at the end of the day, I think they're in that good spot. I like this Philadelphia team because I think they're in that good spot where they have their clear. Like, no one asks questions who their number one is, right? Like, right. which is a good thing to have for a team. I feel like maybe Brooklyn has that identity problem sometimes or, like, some like you know, there's some teams that have that issue where it's, like, who's shooting it today? They have their clear number one as Joel Embiid, and I think it's a great problem to have that you have Tyrese Maxey and James Harden. Like, so one of them's going to get hot. One might not mm-hmm. be and in, in be the distributor. I think they're in a great position because – they'd be playing the Miami heat the second round. And that's definitely one of the teams like, especially over a Boston or a Milwaukee that I think they could beat. Yeah. I, I I'm excited for the home court advantage when Harden's out till 5.00 AM every night and has to go play a playoff game the next morning. That's going to work out great. And also yeah, I do want to say one he's thing. never done that in the playoffs. I, I'm definitely going to say one thing though. Doc rivers is only coached to blow two, three, one leads in, in, in a career. So it would be fitting if he becomes the first to blow a three Oh lead. Yeah, it just would, would be, be fitting. But he's not <laughs> going to. Be. I don't think so either, but I'm just saying it would be fitting. 
See, I, I, Doc, Doc Rivers is also like one of those. This team is full of those guys that like people just like to talk about. Like Doc Rivers won an NBA championship, and yeah. like I love how we all just love to just t- talk about how bad the guy is at coaching basketball and he's an NBA champion. It's just oh, I, I know. I just I love that we all just he's the love, only like, one that ever blown a two three one lead, so people like to talk about it. And I, I mean that's he's the only one to ever do it. People, a lot of people just hit like talking about how Doc Rivers is not a good basketball coach. Because I think he might not be as good of a basketball coach anymore. I mean, now they say that he's been... I mean, there was the rumors in LA when he was in the Clippers that he would spend more time golfing. He literally worked a 9-5. to And I think when he was in Boston, he worked a lot harder at the beginning of his career than he does now, according to rumors. Now, are they true? I have no idea. But I think that's why a lot of people uh, hate on Doc. Yeah, what's his name? Bruce Arians for... And the NFL does that shit too. He like refuses to let his employees stay past like five or six o'clock. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe that works in this generation now. Yeah. So people actually enjoy their life a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, how much tape can you really watch? Like, yeah. I get a dissect of two, three zone for the next 17 hours. But the fucking internet's <laughs> going to break if fucking James Harden and Doc Rivers blow a 3 0 lead. So I'm just praying to God that like, and, I'm like gonna, my... and, and, I, and I'll blow a load. So yeah. I'll be very happy. That was a weird joke. I don't even know how to react to that one. I'm like, I feel gross now. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't like that one. I thought that was weird. But we'll move on from that one. That was that was odd. I um I just think that at the end of the day, they're gonna be fine. And I think they're gonna actually beat Miami in round two. But that's another team that, by the way, is like they're so fucking good, but like are they really going to do shit long term? Yeah, they can win the NBA. I mean, they can get to the NBA finals and they could probably win the NBA finals. Like, they're a good enough team. They have all the pieces. They're well coached. We've seen them go to the finals before and they're a better team than the team that went to the finals. So, do I think they're going to? No. Would I be surprised? No, though. You know why I just don't feel like it can happen? If they do, they're the Detroit Pistons of like 2000 and yeah. whatever it is, what, four or five? Because. If you look at every series they're probably going to play, it's like, who's the best players on each team, right? Like, I know, like, mm-hmm. Colin Coward does that face game thing. Yeah. Like, Jimmy Butler or Joel Embiid. It's Joel Embiid. Even Jimmy Butler or James Harden. It's probably James Harden as much as I... No I, way. <laughs> no way. Not now. The old James Harden. Not this one. No, it's Jimmy Butler. Okay. That's the same shit, bro. Like Jimmy to... Butler does something called uh, defense. I don't know if you okay. know that's 50% of basketball. Yeah, okay. When they lose in the second round again, like let's just I love Jimmy Butler. I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. They're about the same thing. Yeah, about the same thing, but Jimmy Butler's a little better. Yeah, I strongly disagree, but okay. that's fine. I mean, it's Jimmy Butler. He's okay. Um, he's never been even close to the talent of somebody like James Harden. And then you look on the other side, like, okay, Giannis or Jimmy Butler, Giannis heads and shoulders above Durant yes. or Jimmy Butler, Durant and Kyrie. Even Jason Tatum is probably better than Jimmy Butler by by a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I just don't think like when you don't have the guy, like even uh, what is it when like we're doing the face game with Colin Coward was doing the face game. He took mm-hmm. Trey Young over Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I do. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I'm just saying we saw them do it before, and this team is better than the team that did it that year. And this is a flawed Eastern Conference. It's a flawed NBA. There's no. You are the one who said it to start this podcast. There is no clear-cut favorite. So if there's any year a team like Miami can make the NBA Finals, and I'm not picking them to do so because I don't believe they will, uh, I, I don't think they're – I j- just don't. I, I'm picking Milwaukee still if Middleton comes back healthy. But with this, if there's any year to do it with no clear-cut favorite, this is the year to do it. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Unless they're the Detroit Pistons. I just feel like mm-hmm. based on my based on history of like taking like the best player of the team and trying to figure it out like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think they have a shot. But at the end of the day, you're right. If there's any year and they can be the Detroit Pistons type of team, it's this year. So let's see what let's see what they can do. Uh, I think okay. they also have probably the best coach in the playoffs i'm trying to think who else yeah probably nick, the best. maybe maybe nick nurse but i like spo better personally yeah nick nurse is down 3-0 in the, in the first to round doc, to doc fucking rivers yeah so let's go with and like i would i would say steve kerr but like i don't i still don't know <laughs> like steve kerr's a great coach because he's managed everything steve well, kerr's like, probably the best coach in the nba if we want to really go down to it now like just being able to manage so many eagles and players and like keep it going and changing the system and now having new system and working in Chris uh, Jordan pool and then telling Steph to come off the bench with no fucking fear and Steph's like, yeah, I'll do it. I, the, 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 maybe not X's and O, but the ego management is just something yeah, he's else. the best manager. That's what I literally just said that I just said manager, yeah. but the best coach is, I don't know if it's Steve Kerr. I mean, at the end of the day, Steve Kerr, I think what Eric Spolster has done might be even more impressive, which is never be bad, even when you mm-hmm. have like had to change your rosters over and mm-hmm. over. Because I mean, with Steph Curry, the Warriors were bad two years ago. I mean, they made, they lost in the bubble, right? Or yeah, last no, year. No, 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 no. Two years ago, Steph missed basically the whole season. Clay missed no. the whole season. Last year. So last they, year they lost in the play-in game. Yeah. Yeah, with Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. So it's like it. You know, I think I've seen somebody like Eric Spolstra take just like average rosters, like have okay guys for a couple of years and continue to have success. Mm-hmm. I just think he has more. Uh, I think Eric Spolstra might have a harder job. Okay, I'll agree with that. I mean, when you have the best shooter in the world, it's a lot easier job. Yeah, the two uh, best shooters. Let's move to the West real quick. I wanted to ask you. All right, let's this because. We're on a little time crunch today, so I want to just kind of keep this simple. The betting odds out of Vegas have now changed. The Warriors are now favorites to win the NBA championship. And I was just wondering, who do you got, Phoenix or uh, Golden State? Because I don't see Memphis coming out. I don't see Dallas. I don't see anyone else coming out of the West other than Phoenix or Golden State. I mean, I'm still going to go with Phoenix, uh, but that's based on, okay, Booker's only supposed to be out two games. Now, if it becomes a lingering issue, we have a whole nother story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and honestly, I would have said this could be that weird ass year where a team like Dallas comes out, but now Luca has now a Luca. lingering issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it all comes down to health, right? And based on health right now, I think there is a slight lean towards the Warriors then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, which I think the Warriors are going to make the conference finals. Uh, That's what I think, too. But I think it's going to be Phoenix still. I do also, just from what I listen to, like, I'm no, like, I'm not, like, the best matchup expert of all time. But, like, you know, apparently, according to those who are into analytics and that are do this at extreme high levels, is that, like, Golden State's an awful matchup for Denver as well. So, and Denver's Denver's kind of shitty right now without, other than Jokic. Like, they're just, they're, they're missing... Michael Porter and they're missing uh Jamal Murray and it's like literally Jokic and fucking Aaron Gordon out there. Yeah. So I I I 
I don't say that to say that Golden State's not been impressive because they've been extremely impressive. But I do say that in the sense of like maybe a pump the brakes, like like how impressive are, are they as good as we're watching these last couple of games where they're like playing against a team that has like a Jokic who's exhausted running up and down the court by himself. Uh, that's where I say like Golden State against Memphis, they're young and fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd look as they're going to be impressive. They're Golden State. But you know what I mean? They might not look as fast and impressive against Memphis as they do against Denver. Well, they've all struggled against Memphis in the past. But here's one thing you're, I think a lot of people are forgetting about Golden State is that before the uh, Steph Curry left with an injury, before Draymond left with an injury, they were one game behind the uh, the Phoenix Suns for the number one record in the NBA. Then Draymond got hurt. Steph got hurt. And they never really got that chance. I mean, before the playoffs, I think they played 18 total minutes when they had Draymond, Steph, Clay, and Poole. Um, so this, this team is using this round to maybe get adjusted to that. Um, and if they get adjusted and play well against Memphis, I think they're going to the NBA Finals. But I'm not picking them yet because I haven't seen them get adjusted and play well against Memphis yet because that's a team yeah. they've always struggled with historically for some reason. Uh, yeah. And I, I think if you look at a lot of the odds, by the way, uh, it really depends what sports book you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's like a mix between Phoenix and and the Warriors. Those yeah, are the two, I mean, like, two, two biggest favorites right now. Yeah, I mean, like DraftKings has the sun still. Uh, Covers.com has the sun still. Uh, I mean, let's see what else do we have. Odd Shark has, I believe, the Warriors. Um, Vegas Insider has the Suns. So, But they're the two favorites by, like, far. You go from, like, plus yeah. 320. Like, BetMGM has Suns at plus 320, Warriors plus 360, and then you have, like, Celtics at plus 600. Yeah, so it's very high odds here, but yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. I think that's gonna be the Western Conference Finals either way, and I think we're gonna have to get our popcorn ready because it's going seven. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we have to like be a hundred percent sure about that because I think if there's anybody, there's two things. If Devin Booker's hurt and Dallas comes out of that first round, I I do think Dallas can beat the Suns. That's I could see that too, but I I I don't I hope I just I'm assuming Devin Booker's healthy. He seems like he does. He's not a guy that gets hurt all the time or anything. No, so no. I feel like if he, you know, what would be great for him is if this, if the Suns can win these next two games and then he can maybe just not come back till the second round. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be great for him. And then he'll probably be fine. Um, but I'm not as a uh, hundred. I don't want it to come across as I'm not sold. I think the Warriors are fucking sick right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just as good as the Suns and the Grizzlies. But I do think the Grizzlies are still like, possibly the team that could be like the Warriors kryptonite right now because mm-hmm. they've the, their youth has matched up with them really well right like even last year and this year um so I'm not writing off Memphis I, I do think that I do think Phoenix is coming out of that top side of the bracket but I I, I think it's as well it's as obvious as it is it's the two and three seed I think it's I think Memphis has a very strong chance um but it all depends on health too. Steph Curry is coming off the bench because he was coming off an injury. And then you have Devin right. Booker who's coming off an injury. And Chris Paul gets hurt a lot. And you have Luca coming off an injury. And you, <laughs> like, got, John Mor- and you got John Morant coming off an injury. Yeah. So there's that's what also makes it more open than it's ever been, right? Like, exactly. So there's so much fucking shit going on. Yeah, I mean, but like here, just to make a prediction, I guess, because I've sounded so wishy-washy, I'm gonna predict the Warriors to go to the NBA championship. 
Yeah, I'm going with the Suns. I, right. I, I'm, just, I'm just going with. I, I'm not. I'm not confident in it. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you just want to say it too. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I just don't know if it's the year. I do think they're going to be back to championship basketball next year mm-hmm. for at least another what two three years. Maybe yeah, I mean, especially with Jordan Poole, you know, I, I don't know where I have him in my all-time rankings, but, I mean, it's somewhere between after LeBron, before Magic Johnson, somewhere there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, just a lookout alert here. Watch for a – I have a strong feeling there's going to be a Jordan Poole uh, regression at some point in this playoffs. Yeah. I, I really think I'm pretty, I'm, pre- I'm pretty shocked that Sammy has been picking someone on the Warriors to regress. Like it's been ten, six years. I'm joking, man. It's yeah. No, because you've always like no, no, had but, something to say no, about. Hold a on. You didn't even know because you don't even let people finish their sentences on this podcast. I think if you let people finish their sentences, you'd get a more of a gist of what people are trying to say. And so what people are trying to say here is that I think Steph Curry is going to, they're going to end up giving Steph Curry a starting spot back. Of course. And, like, I think Wiggins Jordan, goes to the bench, right? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think there's going to be a Jordan Poole regression because I think that I just don't. I don't know if he he's 22 years old. I just know he's not mm-hmm. gonna he's not gonna average 30 points a game in the playoffs, and then he's gonna not be starting. And it's gonna be, you know, there's, there's gonna be more points for Steph Curry, but there's gonna be a little bit of a regression. I feel like because I think right now he's just like hot, and I and I'm telling you, this fucking Denver team is not good. Right? Yeah, I know that they're probably the worst worst team in the playoffs from the West, so. Yeah, I just think, uh, but I do think that, you know, Warriors Suns is very likely in the Western Conference Finals, which would be quite the interesting uh, matchup. Absolutely, uh, that would be a that would be a stir. Uh, I that would be some good TV ratings too. Oh yeah, I have one more topic to bring up really quick for you, George. Right. And it was yesterday. Um, which I just thought was funny. I think JJ Reddick's kind of killing the podcast game. I think mm-hmm. JJ Reddick's killing the media game in general. Um, not they don't, you know, he's on his podcast. He does a lot of just great guests, just talking hoops, mm-hmm. enjoying life. Um, and he's been a great guest on First Take. And yesterday, uh, with Chris Russo, which Chris Russo I think was kind of trying to downgrade how good Chris Paul was. Um, JJ Redick had this to say, and I just want to talk about it really quick. Has Paul ever been first team all Did NBA? Bob Cousy ever shoot over 40% from the field? Well, in his we career? understand that. Did You're he right. ever shoot, oh, did no, he ever shoot over not. 40%? Probably 39, 40%. Different kind not of Not once. I, it's not fair. once. That's fair. You also had 29 assists in an NBA game. Oh, well, you know, he was being guarded hey, hey, hey. by plumbers and firemen. Oh, come on. That's that is fair. true. That is true. Don't get one of my favorite, one of my favorite statements is the I, <laughs> playing against I, plumbers. I find it to be the the fucking most lame thing to say. Yeah, because, because you're lame, George. No, you're lame. No, you're no, like, no, oh, I'll George, tell you why. George just said that he blew a load to yeah. In, in a, for wait, basketball. wait, wait, wait. I because I agree with him. He's a transcendent player. But man, every time someone wants to argue about beforehand. NBA players who say, oh, plumbers and firemen. Like, dude, this is who they played against. You can't change people's eras. Like, you can say you don't have to compare Bob Cousy to Chris Paul. That's also lame. But I feel like every time someone wants to, like, have no argument about something and want to talk about, like, the old era, they say, oh, they played against plumbers and firemen. Or insurance agents. That's like all they say. That's the only argument. Because they so did. <laughs> but, but it's so lame. That is not an argument. It's not an argument because... It has nothing to do with this era versus that era. It really has nothing to do with it. 
it's just a lame argument. And Chris Paul is way better than Bob Cousy, obviously. Like that's, but not because he played against plumbers and firemen. Okay, that's not why. Because I'm not going to look back in the year 2,367 and be like, oh, um, Chris Paul was no good because it was 200 years ago. Like, no, he was great for his era, and this guy's great for his era, and it doesn't matter. It's a different era. He played against plumbers and firemen. Oh, I hate that so much. He did. He did. What do you? What, that's just a fact. Like you, George, you like to yell. It's a fact. It's a fact. James Carter can't play the playoffs. It's a fact. I know, but what does that so have to do? It's a fact that he played against firemen and plumbers. But what does that have Bob, to do with, with Chris Paul versus Bob Cousy? Because Bob Cousy, it's like where people consider people on the all-time list. Like Bob Cousy, Chris Paul, his name should not be close. Sure, I agree with that, but not because of plumbers and firemen. Because Chris Paul is just the best point guard of his generation, in a really hard generation to be a great point guard. This guy doesn't like to have fun anymore, my goodness. No, just that argument, because everyone uses it. It was funny the first time someone said it, but, like, it's so recycled now. That's true. That's true. I mean, he looks like a plumber himself. Sure, maybe he was a plumber. Maybe he didn't play against plumbers. Maybe he was the fucking plumber. You should, you should just Google the competition this guy's going against. Just a bunch of Jim Bobs. Like. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I just feel like everyone has used that statement so many times that J.J. Reddick comes up and says it. it's not funny because, like, how many times have you heard people say that? I think it's funny. All right. Fair enough. No comedy with this guy today. No, a lot of comedy, but just not to J.J. Reddick using plumbers and firemen. He could do better than that. He can do better. You know what? J.J. Reddick's damn good at what he does. So I'm not he even is. Criticize. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing, but I still can not like that one statement. Oh, right, George. Well, George is very combative today. Doesn't like no. No, no, you know, yeah, you don't like anybody else's opinions. You're very combative today. I'm like, no, oh, no, it's hard I'm to be... okay in the playoffs. He's not. No, he's, he's not. not. It's a fact. Not. It's a fact. It's a fact. He's, he's, not good. he's just not been good in the playoffs. This is you. This is oh, James, so Hard James Harden averaged 28 points in screen in the playoffs and has played better than Steph Curry in the playoffs. No, it's a fact. It's a fact. This is all I'm getting on every every Hi. answer. Hey, man, I just speak the facts. Like, I mean, James Harden's proved it over and over again. I'm happy about it. Whatever. Let him do it again. What facts have you proved today? James Harden in elimination games, I'm not going to pull him up now, but you know the stats. We've all heard him before. During elimination games, he's disappeared a lot. That's Steph Curry's elimination hey, I, game. I, yeah, but I got a um, step. So I got my windows open, and uh, someone just knocked on my door and told me that uh, I'm being a little loud. So I got to close these windows. So let's end this podcast. Okay. Next time, just do it a little more naturally. Like, you no, can just well, be okay. like, you I'm just be like, you know. I know. You could just be like, all right, I got to step away for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> that oh, was the most awkward, awkward. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, I'm trying to say it quietly. So, because it looks like I'm bothering people at night here. So, well, I'm going to go close geez. the windows. All right, I man. To, uh, I have to edit this. But why? Fine. This is okay. Keep this open. All right. Well, just, you know, next time, just like, I'll be right back. Let's go close the window. It's, it's all right. Just here, I'll just going to talk quiet for a few minutes and then send this podcast. Well, we got to go. Peace. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.